Joining us to talk about this is Caroline Scott, who teaches college composition. Is have you seen a student or know someone that has tried to turn in work that was generated by ChatGPT? Um, a lot of students on Reddit are saying that they have gotten accused or have been caught using ChatGPT for assignments. But at the same time, there's some teachers that are saying that they don't really mind it. And then some teachers are even saying that sometimes they use it themselves. So what are your thoughts on that? So what is your experience yeah. with this? Um, so I teach college composition in uh, California community colleges and a couple of them. And just this last, actually, I taught a summer course that was a compressed course that just lasted six weeks in the summer. And in that one, I definitely had at least four people for the first assignment. Um, I use chat GPT quite a lot myself. Um, so I can kind of recognize the language. And this was for, oh, sorry, that's my dog. This was for a personal narrative assignment. So they were essentially using it to make up hypothetical stories about themselves. And it was just, it was really obvious in, in that case that it had come from GPT. And, I, you know, I wasn't confrontational about it. I just said, hey, this is pretty obvious. I think the way I phrased it, this was tagged for AI content. I didn't say it was tagged by my brain, but, you know, it, uh, <laughs> It came up as AI generated and none of them disputed it. They said, yeah, sorry, I used GPT and then, you know, resubmitted something that was hopefully more of their own. <laughs> and I get it. I mean, I was when I first heard of GPT, I was like, this is amazing and I'm going to be out of a job in five years. But, you know, I, I definitely get the temptation and I'm never somebody who, you know, would fail a student in a course for plagiarizing. It's like, OK, don't do it again. And here's some resources to do it on your own. And as for, yeah, you know, I actually, in my argumentative writing class in the spring semester, I actually did use it a few times to help students generate outlines and generate thesis statements. And I was surprised that many of them, you know, weren't aware of it. I, I kind of thought it was more on college students' radar than, than it was for that class. So I'm a fan. I, I think you told me not to do long-winded answers, but... That's fine. That's but fine. I'm going to. I mean, I think if... The buzzword now is equity, right? We want to have more equitable outcomes in education. This just takes down a lot of the barriers that we really didn't know how to address before. So I think that the best way to learn how to write is to have individualized feedback again and again and again. And as teachers, we don't always have the time or resources to give that individualized attention. And AI can do that. So, yeah. you know, while it can be used to plagiarize an entire paper, I think if we give students some steps and, you know, approaches to use it in ethical ways, um, it can be more of a help. Okay, great. Uh, my next question is, and there's a total of seven questions. So my next question, is, even though that first one was a two-part question, but my next one is, is it going to be a significant problem going forward? Like, do you see, is there anything that you think is kind of concerning? Like, what do you think... Do you think people that are worried about it, do you think there's some validation there? Yeah, I think if you keep teaching the way you've always been teaching and you don't change your curriculum and you don't change your approach, your teaching method is going to be completely ineffective. Like you're going to have to change everything as a teacher. And I get why people don't want to do that, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think I don't see it as a problem. I really don't. You know, I, I see it as this moment in time where the education system is changing. The world of work is changing. The way people, you know, use language is changing. 
And yeah, it's kind of scary if you if you don't know what to expect and you don't really right. know how you're going to fit into the new reality. But mm-hmm. I see more promise in it than problem. All right, good, great. Um, so you've already kind of answered this, but I'll answer. You know, ask it again, just so you know to get a, you know, another answer in a different way. So, are you a fan of AI and all AI generated stuff, or just like Chat GPT? Yeah, you know, I. What else did I, I? I also taught an in-person class, so I had a little bit more opportunity to hands-on give some tutorials with the AI that was emerging at that time. I think I, I had students in that class make a presentation with Gamma, um, and they really enjoyed that because it was done in two minutes, and you, you use their, I think, text-to-deck feature, and it basically creates a presentation from from text you input. Um, yeah, I, I also gave them walkthroughs with GPT and walkthroughs with Google Bard and showed them how to, you know, find statistical evidence using Google Bard. It was just, it was really exciting for me. You know, I, I'm a fan. I, my husband's actually the administrator who forwarded me your, your offer because he knows I like to talk people's ear off about how great AI and education is. So yeah. yeah, I'm. All right. Great. Um, Okay. So my next question is, what are teachers from just your experience and from what you know, uh, what are teachers doing to prepare for it? Is there like meetings? Is there things from the district that are going on through the pipeline that are like, okay, this is what we need to do differently now? Is there anything that they're doing different to prepare for it? You know, I think statewide, I haven't heard of any initiatives that are, you know, coming down from that level. I know for different districts, K-12, and then for different institutions, everyone's kind of trying to piece together something. Um, At Victor Valley College, where my husband and I both work, I know we're putting together kind of a a committee on AI, and hopefully we'll have some sort of um, point person, haven't decided that title yet, but who will be there as a resource for instructors to go to when they have issues or if they're trying to revamp their curriculum and don't know how to do it um, in light of AI. Uh, The other college where I work, pretty much people are ignoring it. Um, You know, it kind of was presented as if, like, how can we catch them plagiarizing and stop? And even with the AI detection I've seen, I've tried a lot of different programs. It's undetectable. There are ways around it. And there's like mm-hmm. some re- subreddit right now where they're figuring out, you know, <laughs> ways around the, the latest tracker. So yeah, I, I just don't think it's realistic to frame it as plagiarism and something that needs to be avoided because you're just going to only penalize the students who aren't aware of the latest technology. Okay, good. So from just your knowledge, and I know... Um, this might be a kind of this might be kind of a loaded question, but how how early do you think we are in the stages of AI? I mean, I know that's hard to predict, but what do you think? Like, do you think there's more to come? Do you think this is that we are we are in the very early stages, or what do you think? Yeah, I mean, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts about this, and you have everything from like this is going to usher in utopia to the robots are going to come and take over. And I honestly, I don't know which one it is. I, I'm hoping it's the former. Um, I think it's still very early. I I remember seeing, I think it was a Star Trek movie way back when, and it was like the, the future model of education was presented there. And they were basically in these like AI bubbles where they would have these experiences that were tailored <laughs> to the student. And I you know, I do think in, in 50 years, it'll be something like that. And that's so cool. Like, you know, how, mm-hmm. how great is that? So yeah, I think it's really early on. Um, I get the fears. I think there are some 
some valid fears there, but I just don't think anybody knows. So I'm optimistic. I could be totally wrong. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm optimistic about it. Okay, great. So, um, okay, so now as a teacher, how how can you tell if something was generated by AI? What are some things that just stand out that you look for that you just know right away? This is AI. Yeah, I mean, I I used it to generate quite a few sample essays when I was like on a roll in the summer <laughs> when uh, <laughs> you know when this was first coming out. So just having immersed myself in the language that GPT generates, I think that is probably the easiest one to recognize. There's just certain structures that it always repeats in an essay. Mm -hmm. There's certain sentence structures you could recognize, um, certain keywords that really aren't very common for humans to use that AI uses all the time. Um, crucial pops up, mitigate pops up, highlight, oh, wow. underscore. Yeah. Um, I know I, I use it way too much, but... <laughs> If if those words and and these certain sentence structures are popping up again and again, it's pretty much clear to me that either they used AI to generate their text, or you know they they've fed in something and and used AI to edit. And I actually I encourage them to use to use GPT and Bard as editing tools. I think you know if you you can edit for tone, you can edit for grammar. All of those are really useful feedback. Um, but yeah, I would say just certain keywords, sentence structures, and then um, like I guess transitional phrases in an essay that repeat again and again. I can I can pretty easily tell. And I've had a couple cases where like uh 50-50, probably yeah. they did, but I'm not gonna say anything because I don't wanna, you know, yeah. I would rather have somebody get away with something than falsely accused because I think that can be pretty damaging to a relationship. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Um, my last question is, what should someone know before they think about using chat, chat GPT for assignments? And that could, or just for anything, that could be for students and teachers. What do you think someone should know that's new to it? I think definitely for GPT especially, um, it will give factually incorrect information very often. And it will sound, it, it'll present it in a way that sounds sophisticated and it, it sounds like it's right, but it's not when you actually check. So for instance, um, one way that I've found out that students were using GPT was in a in a works cited or a bibliography section. You'll you'll have a perfectly formatted works cited page, which is really hard for me to do anyway, <laughs> um, perfectly formatted. But then when you actually check the links, they don't exist anymore because, you know, they were they were generated from old information. So definitely, if you're using AI for any sort of evidence-based writing, you've got to verify. So use it as a starting point, but then go back to your traditional methods and verify that that information actually exists. Um, I, I think there was a case where a lawyer recently, this this was in our college email chain, but supposedly a lawyer used GPT to write a brief and it was um it was not accurate. And I, I think he was he was sued as a result of that. So oh, wow. you know yeah. I I think people kind of trust just because the language sounds so authoritative, they trust <laughs> the information as well. But I would say no. Uh don't <laughs> trust and verify. <laughs> so. Trust.